Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this episode of When the Undead Attack. I am your host, Ethan, and this is my co-host, Ashani. Say hi, Ashani. What's up, people? So, today we'll be, we will be continuing our series of When, Where, and Die. Um, this episode, we will be discussing the subject of what to do if you are starting off within a small town, and the advantages and disadvantages of being there, and whether or not you should continue to live there. I mean, if you're living in a small town in the first place, I think that's your cue to just leave. No, small towns are weird. They're weird. They have a lot of weird people in them. It, it, it all depends on specifics, generally. Um, but that's okay. People are cool, and sometimes they're not cool. People Fun are murderers. Yeah. Now, those are the ones you want, because they know how to kill people. Can also kill you. Nah, they wouldn't do that. They're my friend. We're having soft tacos later. You <laughs> <clears throat> see my point of getting off task? Look, off task is my middle name. That's true. <laughs> um, that is true. Right. That's just kind of sad. Okay, so let's just get started. Um, one benefit, and I guess would be a negative of being in a small town, is that everyone knows each other. Um, I mean, yeah, but uh, at least see, the usually. negative, the negative being, if you're not from that place, they're probably not going to be too welcoming to you. Well, and the negative also being that if you like murder someone. And even though you hide the body, they'll probably know they're missing. Uh, that's true. It'll be harder to get away with murder. Thank you for It will be. Me. You're all welcome. If we're doing um, fun oh, facts with Ethan, we're going to do fun murder facts with me. Hey. Hey. Um, you're I, mentally I, stable. I'm... Definitely. Um, definitely. I kind of disagree on the point of that they wouldn't be as welcoming. I guess it depends on the small town, but most small towns I've been to, they've been, like, overly nice. Yeah, but who knows how that like, changes. Yeah. That, like, the, the this is also the apocalypse. I don't think they're gonna be too welcoming. But generally, this is supposed to be, like, where you live, or where you had lived, I guess. I guess, yeah, but, like, if you'd ever come across it. If you're okay. wondering well, every. Well, Ashani, all of the bullet points we have for this episode all have to do with you. Like, they, a lot of them depend on you already knowing. So, yeah. let's say well, you live hypothet here. Hypothetically, if you were to come across a bit. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It's all hypothetical at this point. I mean, our entire podcast is hypothetical. It sure is, based off a hypothetical theory. Anyway. Next point. So, um... Now, the bad part is if um, you're the people in the town that everyone hates, well, that sucks for you. Yep. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. Well, the neighbor's dog, you might want to run. Yes. For no. additional food source. No. <laughs> What? But, is this is like is this gonna circle back to our conversation of go kill grandma or something? Oh yeah, probably go kill your neighbor's dog. I mean, it's a fair statement. I mean, um, they did eat dogs in Walking Dead, so I don't know. Did they? No, they ate a yeah, horse. 
No, they had a horse, but like season three, they ate like a dog. They ate like a bunch of wild dogs. Oh, okay, cool. Anyways, on on to the actual like pros of this, um, which is that people are more likely to share resources if you know you're a kind little small town community. Um, the need for so as we discussed in previous episodes, where we have our trust evaluation where you go to everyone around you and you evaluate how likely they are to be beneficial to the group, neutral to the group, or um, or a detriment. Um, yeah, either to your well-being or if they just, you know, they're a drain on food and water. Sources. Because they don't yeah. do anything. Um, I, mean, I mean, okay, so before we go to the next point, remember Crawford in TWDG? Yes. So would your small town be like that? Kill those who are sick because they're a drain on resources? No. No, I'm saying like uh Sorry, I guess that was more usefulness evaluation. Trust evaluation yeah. is more of betrayal, insanity, uh, and likely but, to be helpful towards you. But well, Yes, that's true, but the other thing is that this is also the apocalypse. People are going to lose their minds. You don't know what yeah. they're going to turn to. Like, I trust you mostly now. Do you? Mostly. <laughs> but, Most... like, what's gonna, mostly. But what's going to happen when the world goes to hell? The apocalypse is starting. Can I still trust you? I don't know. Well, that, that's the point. You have to reevaluate. Because, like, in your mind, subconsciously, you've already evaluated that people or else. Of course. Won't. Really I trust you. I, I trust you enough not to kill me when we're at school. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad we have that level of trust between You're us. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't trust you to do the same. To be fair, <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, but when the apocalypse come around, you have to consciously reevaluate the other people around you, and. You can also like if they've experienced past trauma in your life, see how that changed them. And yeah. that'll give you at least a glimpse of what this trauma is, how that is going to affect them. I, yeah. Um, but the first people that you should probably be evaluating is the people who've been around you or your family the most, because they're the most likely to for other people to trust them without evaluating it first, or then uh, whoever that is can be vulnerable. You should always evaluate no matter what. That's, no, yeah, I exactly. Care. I don't care if you're my brother, like my brother. The apocalypse goes, I'm going to reevaluate everything because, you know, the only thing stopping him was I mean, my parents, really. You, you kind of got to reevaluate everything with the dead start walking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everything you know is just kind of out the window at that point. The law, um, rules, everything is gone. You might want to. But I. Yes, for example, like, if a family friend of yours is showing, you. like, who came over to the house quite often, okay. um, you have to evaluate them first, because idiots who don't listen to our podcast, who wouldn't of know course, about the trust evaluating system, like, perhaps your brother might get murdered by that friend because he didn't watch our podcast. You heard he it here, folks. If you don't listen to our <laughs> podcast, you're going to get murdered. Well, he doesn't listen to our podcast. I was talking to him about it earlier, and he's like, that sounds stupid. Yeah, well, he sounds stupid, because now he's going to get murdered by that family friend. Um, that family uh, friend actually then, might die first. My family is not. 
Correction, my dad's side of the family is not the not the brightest. Fair enough. So um but so people are more likely to share resources. Uh trust evaluation is minimal. And uh because of it being a small town, uh huh. people are more likely than both the city and suburbs to have guns. It's just going to progressively get more likely as we go down the list. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still worth, worth noting is that they're more, there's more likely to have people who have guns and especially people who know how to use them. Because if you live in a small town or as we'll get into next episode, the countryside, People have a lot of open space where they can legally be allowed to uh, shoot firearms without having to go pay to go to a range. That's true. Uh, so but, a lot you of know, people have a lot more practice and a lot more firearm safety. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. And these people also probably don't have to know how to live with limited resources too. So again, it also depends on work. So like some of them could be farmers, right? And that would be yeah. very useful. Because um, agriculture is. Very important. Especially in post-apocalyptic world. Of course. But, um, I mean, that's kind of a given. Again, it's all situational. Um, now, it is not likely to be, like, for other people to attempt to take over that town uh, uh. because of its fear, just, uh, its absence of anything else around it. Yeah. Like, Everything in that small town, most of the time, like, anywhere that you go is going to be restricted to that small town. Generally, if you live in a small town, uh, you're going to be restricted to, like, family-owned businesses, which is also going to be partially uh, a negative because you can't just go out to, like, the QT that people have abandoned and go, like, raid the stores there. All of these uh, businesses are going to be from people that you already know. So it's not going to be QT. It's going to be Joey's Gas Station and Fund. Okay. But, but it's only illegal if you get caught. It's only immoral if you get caught. Just don't get caught. Well, that's true. But the thing is, is that the people are still going to be there to defend it, most likely. Well, of course, since their yeah. Families are also or, or if they're smart, they'll take everything out of the gas station and like hide it somewhere. Not like. Unless well, the point is, those, either way, those, um, those items aren't mm-hmm. going to be available to you. Oh, yeah, I get it, because you know these people, and, you know, small-ass town, people are going to know when stuff goes missing. Exactly. So, less likely to be able to prepare after the fact, which is, again, why you should be preparing beforehand for the zombie apocalypse. If you don't um, know how to do that, watch episode one. Yes, where we go into depth on how to do that. Please, yes. please watch our content. We're so right, desperate. We're poor. Please, please watch we're our poor. content. <laughs> we're poor. Uh, we need the money. Yeah, even though we're not monetized, but we'll get there one day. One day. <laughs> um. But yes, yeah, so you're not out. Uh, not likely to be attacked by outside forces. A run-in with zombies will be not frequent, but when it happens, it will most likely be bad. Since oh, yeah, you're I mean, not definitely in like a... hordes. Yeah. Yeah. This, um, again, 
zombies, at least established if we're going Walking Dead style, um, they are attracted to sound, and once they hear a sound, they might just go off into that direction, and, and then other zombies will get attracted yeah. to the sound of other zombies, and they'll just keep walking into one direction. And, and that direction might ult- ultimately end up at your small town. So have so walls. Like, Definitely have some walls. Yes. Um, now, uh, again, with the Horde, if you do not have walls, um, it will... Uh, be incredibly hard to escape or fight off. Again, it depends though, because of the sheer mass of bodies. If they go and press up a, against a wall, they'll probably yeah. knock it. That's why yeah. you should learn. Well, that's why you should always have like guards and watchtowers and stuff to take keep care. Yeah, take care of that. But if you even even if you don't have walls, if you're smart, you would like wait it out, go underground or something, and hope that the horde just leaves quietly and passes just passes through so yeah have a bunker have a just, bunker essentially just build a bunker or like in the house because if they're going in one direction right we all know they're not smart the so hit it, boy band one direction shut up <laughs> <laughs> no okay what i'm saying is that um where was I going with this? Oh, if if you don't have walls, and even if you don't have a bunker, you could probably hide in a house, because they're going to go through one direction. So they're probably going to go down right through the middle. If you're quiet, and your whole town is quiet, they could probably just leave, and you guys would never notice. Um, maybe, but, like, they can still press up against the walls of your house. That's true. That's when you just create distraction. I don't know, like, throw a can or something. Hey, seven... Like seven thousand zombies throws one can, all of you know them what? go that to the can. That seemed to work. Okay, okay. If I'm being, if if we're doing that, if when I was playing Far Cry, throwing a baseball obviously made people alert and go in another direction, leaving the entire back, uh, back, um, back of the compound open, which allowed me to get inside. The singular one, baseball. Those are people. Who? Those are like. And people. It's not a horde of zombies, which are all constantly making noise to where the point That's of true. it, like the noise of that can, wouldn't even nearly amount to it. I don't know. Be like Carol in season like two or whatever season they were terminus in, and just launch fireworks because that seemed to work. Sure, or just like do what Daryl did and uh, throw a uh, like a alarm clock or something. Or do what Rick did and tie a wire to two cars and just drive. Right. So anyway, so see, um, there's ideas. You could just do that. I think the alarm clock is kind of smart, though. So on the subject of walls, as well. Well. Um. Well. Well. Exaggerated. Well. Gotta sound like you're about to like sneeze everywhere. Like one of the dudes about to go, well, actually, and then go actually, you are incorrect in your assumption. You do that too accurate. Thank you. I'm so good at it. Um, oh. anyway, so, uh, it would, it's going to be easy to wall the community, at least a majority of it, considering, of course, small. It's in the name, people. But unless it's, um, now, the exception to that is if it's a sort of rural... Rural? Rural, yeah. 
um, uh, farming community, uh, then the houses are going to be way too far spread apart. Right. Just not going to have a lot of options in that case. You're better, like, um, if you have, like, a like a central block. What, what do they call those? Like a city, what? like a town center or whatever, where they have, like, um, there's a big building in the middle, and then around it is, like, four lanes of, like, strip malls. I don't know what you're talking about. Cool. If you know what I'm talking about, dear listener of this podcast, who I think is probably one person, shout out to you. I know. Um, If you know what I'm talking about, you should do that. I honestly don't know. So it's it's a a, a central building. The strip mall around it? So, yeah. So there's like... Like, it's usually, like, the town hall or, like, a church or something in the uh-huh. middle. And, like, the sidewalk around it is a circle. And then outside of that circle, there's four different sidewalks that make a square around it. And on each of those sidewalks is a strip mall. Okay, the only thing I'm thinking of is Parker Square, but I know that's not it, so. I mean, it's kind of like that. Yeah. I have, do- I have no clue what you're talking about, because I've never Very seen cool. that. I know. Um... One in oh, hopefully Decatur. someone that's listening would. Yeah, maybe. I'm just insane. That's maybe also you possible. are just insane. Who knows? Maybe this is a psychosis, um, and this podcast doesn't actually exist. My brain imploded. Um, that's nice. <laughs> that's nice. Um, <laughs> some people are going to have backup tr- generators, and also there's a potentiality for... Uh, the panels. Uh, for... Yes, but also um, like wells. Wells, that's true. But you see that more on, systems. But you see the wells thing more on farms. Like, you don't really. See it's that. more likely to have it than a suburb. Okay. I mean that's true. Oh. Um. Yeah. So. Generators. Uh, now, on- generators run on gas, though. Unless. Unless you can figure out a way to make gas, which I don't suggest trying. We're gonna siphon it, which means you'll have to go out, which means you have a possibility of running into people and leading them back to your place. So that's true. Or just gen- dying yeah. in general. Dying, Joe. And generators also make a, a lot of noise. That's true. But if you're in a small town like we have discussed, where it's in the middle of nowhere, it shouldn't really matter. Yes, but what if it's like um, everybody using the generator? Mm. Like, but that just sounds stupid. That sounds like you're just wasting gasoline at that point. It does, and you know, some people aren't that smart. But if you have, if they have solar panels, I suggest try to keep those working as long as possible. Um, it'll also be really easy to set up a bartering system. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. So uh, and also a for a sort of town council. All towns generally automatically already have a sort of like form of leadership. Uh, it, like, I guess, so they'll have like a sheriff's department or whatever. Yeah. But if everyone in a small town knows each other, they know who, like, who is an authority. Yeah, like, but again, it could be, it could be Farmer Joe. Like, he doesn't have any actual like governmental position, but everyone still recognizes that he, like, he has a good hold on everything around him. Well, what if Farmer Joe is kind of trigger happy? Oh, mm. he might have authority. Well, that's, just, that's just that's just a part of people like 
advocating for the wrong person, right? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> now, on to forms of government. Uh, such a smooth transition. Good job, yep. Ethan. Yep. Um, or actually, before we get to that, because Ethan's stupid. Um, so there is also... Uh, oh. Uh, there's also going to be lack of resources for the entire town because of how much, like, um, uh, like, uh, what Ethan? How it's so rural. Oh. Um. Now on to the point I was gonna make about governmental systems. Hey. Um. I think I distracted now. you, didn't I? Hmm? I distracted you. <laughs> Uh, just a, just a bit. Just a bit. Uh, learn to multitask. Look, I told you, I can't talk speed at the same time. Um, Fair enough. If, uh, you can form a judicial system, but it oh. will be harder to judge people you actively knew before the apocalypse. Right. That, uh, their mindset may have changed afterwards. Right. Like, for example, let's say Farmer Joe isn't in a place of authority, but you are. Farmer Joe is a good dude. He's a good father who took care of his kids and his wife, and he was a good old farmer who had a good family dog. And then the apocalypse happens. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, had a good, a good wife and a kids? Did he eat them? No, no. Look, I just messed up with my past tense verbs. Okay, stop bullying me. I'm going to bully you because we took grammar last and you still haven't figured it out. Shut up. Um, okay. Farmer Joe has a um a good family, wife and kids, good father, has a nice little dog in the white picket fence. American then, dream. But then he goes and murders Farmer Chad for his butter. Farmer Chad for his butter? Wait, if he's a farmer, why does he just make his own butter? Because he he's an agricultural farmer, not a dairy farmer. Alright, whatever. Okay, instead of murdering, why don't you just- <laughs> How could like... you not know that? Wait, but instead of murdering, why not just ASK? <laughs> Look, Farmer Joe has gone insane. If Farmer Joe- wait, wait, if, if Farmer Chad is the only one that knows how to like, actually make butter, what's the point of killing him if you can't, like, make butter anymore? I mean, it's pretty- you just kind of, like, put it on a churner, and then you just kind of churn the churner. You churn the churner? Churn. Yeah. No, okay. Timmy Turner. But, um, stop looking into the specifics of it, Ashanti. I'm going to because your argument is flawed. It's not an argument, it's an example. Your example is flawed. Anyway, um, you're gonna be like, oh man, but Farmer Joe was such a good father. Um, but man, he kind of killed Farmer Chad. Dang, that kind of sucks. Oh, oh so no. Maybe, maybe you were like, "Oh, let's." It's not. I put Farmer I guess Joe. We have to put him in prison now. We know murder also, him. Also, on the same point, since you actively knew these people beforehand, it'll be way harder to get over their deaths or have to kill them slash let them die when necessary. That's true. Um. So if um, Farmer Joe had not killed Farmer Chad, but he gets bit, 
he pleads to you because he has a wife and kids and so much to live for. And you have to put the 44 Magnum up to his brain and pull the trigger because you can't endanger the community. Or you if need he's, to be able to deal with that. Or if he's bit, why not just chop off the limb? We all it's know. Too late, Ashanti. In your hypothetical too situation, late. it's too late. It's too late. And it's totally not because I hate Farmer Joe because he stole my butter. You Farmer Chad? No. But he stole my butter, too, and I was really upset about it. So I was like, Pow. Anyway. Um, it just sounds like... Oh, isn't that just correlation where, without causation, then? Actually, I'm no. an email from someone named Joe, and he's, and he's going to say, I'm suing you for defamation. Defamation of his I did name. not steal your butter. And then I'm going to use my 44 Magnum, because I know he stole my butter. Um, own a 44 now, Magnum? No, but it'd be so cool. It would be cool. Although they kind of break your wrists, but... Oh. Um... What? I, whatever. Anyway, so, um, another thing that can help you with this judicial system and just law in general is small towns generally have a local, uh, like, sheriff's like, county office or whatever. Um... Which you can also use as your prison to put Farmer Joe in for killing Farmer Chad. Okay, but you always um, got, you got, you always got, there's always those weird people who are like sympathize with the murderer. So I don't think that that's going to work. Uh, on the no point, one gets an opinion. Throw them in the cell too. I didn't know he lived in Russia. Okay. The mother then. Um. But, okay. Um, okay, but on the point of judicial, like, it's kind of hard to have a trial by jury when everyone knows each other, so obviously there's going to be some bias in that. Well, I, well, obviously. This isn't going to be, like, a perfect judicial system. Oh, it's not going to be a perfect system, system, yeah. I mean, what we have now isn't perfect, and we're, like, an actual country and not just a bunch of, you know, small-town people holed up in the, like, in the local McDonald's deciding what to do with Farmer Joe. I mean, I mean that's why we're doing a like a bartering system instead of our modern mix of capitalism and socialism that we have currently. I mean, um, yeah, but because I mean, I guess in this case, depending on the amount of people in your town, you could also go for the communism route as long as it just doesn't like the your community doesn't grow too large. Well, that's I feel like that's inevitable sometimes. Well, yeah. I, communism is... It can work as long as your group is pretty small. Yeah. Everyone it's agrees. It's a lot easier to root out corruption. If well, there's always going to be corruption, like, no matter who is in charge. Well, no, I but the amount of people like that are in the, uh, in the system... Like it's a lot easier to root it out. Like the, that's the whole reason uh, communism doesn't work in general is because of, um, of like people are terrible and they corrupt the system, right? Right. But if there's less people, it's easier to root out who it is, and like there's not as many people to corrupt with. Like when you're corrupting government, you have to make deals with several different people to do right. it. Yeah. As I am very experienced in it. <laughs> but, um, I've committed several war crimes. Yes. 
Geneva Convention, more like Geneva Suggestion. It's a suggestion. But, uh, it, it's, it's a bucket um, list. you got to cross off everything on that list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's actually... Um, it's actually just my to-do list. It's Your to-do list? Chores, Your daily actually. chores. Go commit some more crimes. Yes. And not to, like... Anyway. This short, but we have, like, um, two minutes left. Yeah, so we're running short on time. But luckily, we got through all the bullet points we uh, need, uh, needed to, as long as we don't get more off-topic and just wrap off. Wrap up this episode. We should be fine. You were the one afraid so, that we wouldn't be able to fit the time, and I told you we would. No one needs to know that. Oh, no, um, I do. The one you, person uh, who's watching this. Unless you want to re-record this and, you know, cut that part out. I would... No. It stays in. Okay. Um, anyway, thank you for watching this episode of The Undead Attack When We're in Time Part... Three? Part three. three part three, town. yeah. Small towns. Also, episode four of When the Undead Attack... Yep. I'm your host, Ethan. This is my co-host, Ashani. Um, see you don't the next be a episode. hero. No, don't be a hero and see you in the next episode. And apologies for the late upload. Uh, Yeah, we had a lot of stuff going on. And School is not fun. I agree. So, uh, thank you for listening to our podcast. Bye. Bye.